Jewish audio on Chabad.org. Hilchais Malva Beloiva, Pedic Shnaim Vaesrim, deals with the Seder of collecting the Chayv when the borrower is not paying with metaltalin or with the value, with movable valuables, but the Seder that is needed for the lender to actually be able either to expropriate the Bnei land that's in the ownership of the borrower, or as we mentioned, if there was a loan, Bishtar, in the case where the borrower doesn't own land during the collection, then the, the lender will have the koyach to actually be toireif, to expropriate land, even though it was already sold. And here are the steps. Step number one is, is that the borrower, the lender, the malva has to go to court with a shtar. And the shtar already has to be mekoyim. Beisden has to verbalize and paskin and tell the borrower, pay, shalem. Now, there's two things that he can answer. If he says, I'm going to pay, I, I, I don't have the money, give me more time, they give him another 30 days. If he says, the whole document is, 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 is mezuyev, and, and, the, and the authorization and the notarization, it's all fake. Then every case is a case. The Dayanim have to hear what he's saying. If he gives many details that I can have a proof, I have Adim that it's Mizuyev, and a, those are the names of the witnesses. The moment he starts giving so many details about what he will bring to Beisden, if the Dayanim feel that Yesh Mamash Ledvarov, then they give him time. Now, if at whatever time they gave him to bring those rayas, if he doesn't show up, that means he's not present, then they're going to put him into a chedim, and the longest that they'll allow this chedim to be will be for 90 days, and at the end of the 90 days, then they're going to go to the next step. So recapping, if he says, I'm going to pay, but I need 30 days, we give him 30 days, and at the end of 30 days, we go to step number two. If he's claiming the whole thing is Mizuyev and he's not present, then we'll give him 90 days. But whether it is the 30 days or the 90 days, the next step will be that there is a new document that Beisden is going to write to the Malva, which is called a Shtar Adderachto. That's a document which gives the lender the power of attorney to seize the properties either belonging to the borrower, or as we mentioned, if the borrower doesn't have such properties, then there's going to be yet another step, which will give the lender the power to actually expropriate land that had a lien on it already from a purchaser. Now, with this shtar adrachto, if there are properties that belong to the lender, that gives the malva the right to bring in over there um, people that are professional estimators, and they are going to determine as to how much money is that land worth. He's going to come back to the base, then telling him, I found land, and this is how much it's worth, and now he must be given the final document, which would be called the Shtar Hoyrada, which will allow him to actually take possession of the land. If he has, if the, if the, if the loiva doesn't have any Bnei Chayrin, so then, after the Adrachtar, he has to get a document called a Shtar Tirpa, which will give him the power to go to a Lokuach, to go to a purchaser, and to start making those evaluations. And after that, he's going to get the final document of a Shtar Hayrada. Now, at the end of the day, this Malva did not buy land. He has property because money that was owed was not given to him. So therefore, the halacha generally will be is that even though he went through all these steps and he did all the effort and he finally has land, if the borrower comes up later with money, 
he can go over to the Balchayv and he can give him the money and he can get the land back. Hilchais Malva Boloiva Pedik Shloishova Esrim speaks about documents that are inherently invalid, beginning with the rule that even though you write a date on a document, if the document is predated, that's called the Shtarchayv, that's Mugdam, they will be completely invalidated. Invalidated not that they're not a proof that a loan was given. They are a proof that a loan was given. But that document will never be used to be able to give the power to the lender to be tighter from Lekuchas. Obviously, if the borrower has property when the debt is being collected, that's called Bnei Chayden, he'll be able to collect from the Bnei Chayden. In other words, the document is document enough to, to, to authenticate that a loan was given, that the borrower owes the money. However, the moment you have to go to Lekuchas, they completely invalidated the predated document. Now, that's very important, even though we know now when the document was really written. And therefore, sometimes the Malva, the lender, can say, I get it, I cannot be traded from the date of the document, but if I can bring Adam and I can prove when the loan was given, at least from then onwards, let me go and collect, if need be, from the Lekuchas, that not. No, it's the Chachamim made a takana that this document is completely powerless when it comes to the din of being traded from Lekuchas. In contrast, if you have a Shtar Chayv that's post-dated, post-dated, even though it weakens the power of the lender, who really should have the kayach already to collect from a lien from the day of the loan. But the post-dated only weakens the kayach of the malva, but it doesn't invalidate the document. Now, the Raman writes furthermore in this chapter that um, when you're going to have, this is very important, when you have a, 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 a loan generally that's documented, you can be traitive, from Lekuchas. If you don't have a loan document, then you can never be traded from Lekuchas, but there's one case that Amam writes that a person is able to collect land without a document. And that is that if a person has witnesses that there's a certain property, let's say the Uven Salter Shimon, comes along another person and he says, that property I have raya only with Adam that it belonged to my father. Based on that, he can take away the properties from that Shimon even though he has zero shtar, or even more than that, even if he doesn't say that this land belonged to my father, if he says with Adam, he proves with Adam, that his father was a malva, and when his father went to collect the debt, ultimately he already had a shtar tirpa that we learned about in the previous chapter. That means that my father already had the right to be traitor from the lakuchas, even though the son has no documentation of that. But he has Adam, he will be able with that Adam to take away the property from the third party. And based on that, you have to look inside for the details. That Amma makes a very strong point that whenever a sale is made, you may never write two documents for the same sale, which could happen theoretically when the person who bought the property, right, the Lekeach, uh, tells, tells, tells the Michael, oh, I lost the document, please, please write another document. The Ramam explains, based on this rule, that there, are, there is a time that you can be toyed if even without a shtar, that a kanunya could be made. On the other hand, Taka, what should a Lekeach do if he loses the document? What should he do? So they write him another document. But they write in the second document that this is a replacement document and it may not be used to be goiva, not only not from the chasem mishabadim, not even from the chasem b'nei now, when it comes to loan documents, when it comes to loan documents, there we never write at all a second document, at all. At all, meaning not even in such a way because then a kanunya can happen. 
for more details. And based on the fact that you can never write two loan documents, that Amam goes into details, what were to happen if, the, if, a, if a loan document is getting old, it's getting worn out, you can't replace it with another document, but there's something that could be done. You can write another document called a Shtar Kiyum, which will be a new document, which will help the lender maintain something, which will be a proof that money was loaned, that money is owed to him. Is speaking further about the writing of a document, speaking about which documents can only be written in the presence of both parties with the consent and knowledge of both parties and which documents may be written even in the presence only of one of the parties like Le Mushel. When you're writing a, a loan document, as long as the loiva, who was the person that the document is machayev, is present and consenting, then you can write that document even though the malva is not there. You understand? In other words, any document that's only of one party may be written with only that party. Masha'inkin, any other document that brings any type of chiyuv on both parties can only be written when they're both present and they both consent. They both know exactly as to what is being written. Now that Amam speaks about the, the deepest level of forgery, and that is, is that when a person doesn't already have a halachic chazaka, that this is his name, then the Adam cannot sign a document that that person loaned money or borrowed money because even though they think that's his name, but maybe all of this is a way to deceive. And let's say I come to a place, God forbid, and I give my, I, 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 my name is Reuven when it's not. And, and people witness how Shimon lent money to me, but they're writing that Reuven owes money. Maybe he's not Reuven. In other words, a person has to be muhzik. One way is living in a city for 30 days or bringing Adam. Prior to that, Adam may not write any document about that individual. Bechlal, Adam may never sign a document without them reading the document prior. And the Rambam goes into details what were to happen that if you have in the same city two people with the same name, the, mushroom, the name that's used in Chazal is Yosef ben Shimon. So here you got an issue because anytime a document will be pulled out against one, this guy can claim it's about the other one. The solution for that will be is that either you add a third generation Hopefully by the third generation, it, they will differ one from the other. It can even be that in the same city you have people that both the, 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 the principal and the father and the grandfather are the same. They have the same names. So then you have to add every time you write a document about them. You write a simon about that person. You write a sign. The person is tall. The person is a chvez, whatever. person has black hair. The person has yellow hair. Um, if that is the same between both Yosef and Shimon's. Then you add the Yichus, Koin Levi, or Yisrael, and if they even share that, then you have to go back to a fourth generation just to make sure that it's clear who is who.